0: Uh, give to you all of our weariness and our tiredness, God. We just let that go. We just release that into your hands, God, so that we can be um, just ready, ready to engage, ready to receive, ready to give uh, to one another. And so, Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity uh, to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly um, with um, all spiritual understanding that we would Teach and admonish one another um, through your word, and so God, we thank you. Uh, we ask you to bless the food that is prepared; let it be to the nourishment of our bodies. Bless the hands that prepared it. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. All right, Amen. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, let's see. I'm going to go back. Let's see. Flicker is not working. Can you uh, set me back a little bit on my uh, on my slide, Ty? I just want to go back. Oh, it's working now. Okay. um here's where we want to go a lot of people are asking about the our slide with our with our words on there um so what were some of these words that um we wanted to cover or bounce back to and talk about and while we're doing that table one you're free to go and grab some food your table one <laughs> were there any specific ones that we wanted to recap jewel yeah threatening can 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 be ultimatums, Um, threatening can be gestures, you know, it can be a posture. Right. You know, a lot of times, you know, I remember when I would get into a heated conversation, I would stand up. You know, and so that's that could be threatening. You know, just standing up over someone, you know, so threatening can 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 come in a lot of different forms. Both verbal and nonverbal so yeah it's a good question anybody else any other words that you wanted to cover Ty do you have the the uh, list of words we're doing the first um, uh, the verbal list yeah can you put that on on the YouTube screen as well yes Manipulating another's reality. Yeah. Yeah. So some people would call would put that group that in with um, this new word that everybody keeps using gaslighting. Right. And so it's making a person think that what they thought was true is not true. So they're thinking, well, maybe that didn't happen like that. Maybe I didn't say that. Maybe I didn't go to the store, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, it really is manipulating their reality. Got a hand back there. Um, it's
1: not necessarily anything in particular, but is it possible that... Is it possible that these can mimic each other?
0: Yeah, well, they flow into each other. A lot of these behaviors are going to flow into each other. You know, if a person is, you know, manipulating someone's reality, then they're probably, you know, doing a lot of other things like minimizing what's wrong or mocking or ridiculing or, you know, like, ah, you're tripping. Right. What's wrong with you? You always say silly stuff, you're just you, you you yeah you might need to take your meds or something you know weird st- you know stuff like that and sounds normal to us but it's very you know manipulative because it's about the intention right it's about what is the person trying to accomplish so we had a hand uh back there Evita. next table you can go
1: teasing public te- teasing publicly about sensitive areas
0: yeah yeah we we kind of talked about you know maybe somebody thinks that they have a big head right and so you tease them about that oh your head is so big you know um sometimes that's like a again these are things that probably seem normal when I grew up you know that was head jokes was yeah he was always talking about somebody you big biscuit head (laughs) <laughs> walnut head watermelon head I mean <laughs> peanut, right we, we we did the you know I, yeah so but that can be for a person who's sensitive about that that could be hurtful you know um if you're not careful any others um is everybody hopefully everybody can see that list um Anybody else? Go ahead. Uh, Miss Edie, go ahead. Click the bottom. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I actually was talking to somebody about that this week um, where they just, oh, well, I did it. Yeah. Yeah cause I don't want to argue. I don't want to fight. Okay. Since you think I did that, I did it. Okay. Well you can say, I don't, I don't put people's business out there, <laughs> you know? Um, but that, that believe it or not, that happens a lot, especially when you have, you know, a person who's dealing with someone that has a dominant personality and they're just, no, it's no, this is what it is. Okay it happened that way the way you said it sure you know and you don't realize that you just kind of manipulated this person's reality see how that flows into each other so yeah there another Mm -hmm. yeah it's a lot and it's very normal um Some people, that's just the way they talk. You go to certain families that that a regular conversation is just yelling. Yeah, man, and man, and touchdown! Oh, man, no, my team is better than your team, and you know, and that's just the way they talk. You know, it's everything's like that. So, So you know when they're angry or angry when there's a fight or not a fight because we always talk like that. You know, I'm from Philly, and so everybody in Philly talks with their hands and they, oh man, yo, 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 everything's like that, yeah. You know I mean, yo, that's crazy, yeah. You know, every, every, everybody talks like that, you know, what's up, bull, right? You know, and so you think it's a fight, and you're talking about how how tight something was like man last night. Nice. you think they fighting each other so any others on the list jewel
2: can you explain violating the
3: contents of a conversation oh yeah
0: that's one that happens a lot and people don't know that they're doing it right and i'm just going to use a, a a a basic example we're talking about the car and you bring in something that had to do with, I don't know, Disney World. Yeah, it was just like when you Disney World, I'm like, we're talking about the car. We're not talking about Disney World. Why are you bringing that in? That's called violating the context of the of of the conversation so you're not staying with it and so when people do that it gives them a wider range you know so now they can now they can bring in other stuff now you have no idea what you're talking about anymore you don't even know like well what did we how did this conversation start i don't even know because we're all the way off into something else and so a lot of people talk like that a lot of people switch from subject to subject to subject and so they'll violate the context of the conversation. Anybody else? Anything else on this list? And we want to look at the the, the next one. Because <laughs> this is the verbal. What did you say? Somebody say something? Expectations be met. yeah demanding unrealistic expectations be met so let's say let's say i want you to go the next 360 days with your room clean and if you miss one day I don't know whatever you've taken everything right or and that's just a kind of a you know but sometimes it's you know it it, you know how many you know people have struggles with maybe their 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 weight and somebody says well if you don't lose this amount of weight i'm divorcing you in this this amount of time you know you gotta lose 50 pounds in the next 30 days or i'm getting a divorce On Zoom, you hear me? yeah, Kavan just hit is, the is less, Did
3: you send it out to the e-
0: uh, on email? I think so. Reading? It should be on the email. I know it's up on YouTube and Facebook right now. If you're, but it is in the email, it's in the bottom of your email, okay. you. yeah. Would we'll like everybody to join on either Facebook or Zoom because then you'd see what we see. I mean, Facebook or YouTube because then you can see what we see. Okay. Anything else? Is that, Dan? Or,
2: uh, Emmanuel says, What about twisting scripture? Is that example? Uh, would it be honor? An example would be honor thy mother and father.
0: Um, it could be if it is being used to, um, Hey guys, make sure you sit down first and then cuz we're calling, calling table. You it it, it could be it could be um an abuse statement if I am using that to get you to do something that I want you to do just because I want you to do it. Not because it's, you know, it's scripture. So, let's say I don't know I don't want you to buy this car and i tell you not to do that and you want to do it anyway you're grown you're 25 years old you pay your own bills and i say well you're not honoring your father and your mother because you don't listen to me right must be used that's twisting scripture that's not with that that's not the context of that scripture anybody else there, somebody said one here
4: <laughs> um I had a question what what's like a um <laughs> uh, what's a better way of like explaining belittling? Because I've heard the definition, but I've never gotten like an example of what that is.
0: Belittling kind of falls under demeaning or degrading, but belittling is usually about making the other person bigger, more important, and making you smaller and less important. So I'm I'm causing you to be um insignificant so you're like you mean nothing so i can belittle a person without saying anything to them i can just ignore them overlook them and so like let's say you you're you're talking and um april raised her hand like all right go ahead april that's that's belittling that's making it seem like what you have to say or what you need is insignificant and so you can do that with language or you can do that with posture. You can do that with um, ignoring. There's a lot of ways to belittle people. And we are facial exp- great facial expression expressions. You can look at a person in such a way that's like. Mm, what you doing over here? Right. And so belittling uh, and all these things are so common that it's almost like, man, we do this so often. April's hand and then see Nikki's hand and then Taya.
1: So the statement such as you're smart, but you don't stuff. Oh man. That's
0: that's that's belittling, that's demeaning. <laughs> you know.
1: So that's what my question was regarding can they mimic each other? Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it's in the same vein. Yeah. Nikki and then Taya.
3: So just back to the belittling, it's just kind of, like you said, we do it so often. So now what you hear a lot of people say, your little job, your little business. Yeah. Oh. It's like, wow.
0: Your little shirt. Okay. <laughs> you got your little car. Yes. <laughs> you know? And so it, it, it gets, yeah. Taya.
2: i got tasia asking how about that same situation um, about honoring mother and father but under the age of 18.
0: Mm -hmm. so can that be twisted yeah again whenever it's being used for some selfish reason because the point of honor your father and mother is so that you will be blessed by God and your days will be long. And so what are parents supposed to be doing? Well, scripture tells you that. And so I'm not saying be argumentative with people, right? But honoring your parents is about them teaching you to love the Lord. And so that's why I want you to honor me so that I can train you to love the Lord, not so I can use that as a way, as a trump card whenever I need to. Whenever I don't like what you're doing, I don't like your hair, I don't like your clothes, I don't like whatever, I'm just going to, well, you got to honor your father and your mother because of whatever, right? And so that is twisting scripture. I know people won't like that, but that's exactly what that is. When you use a verse to control somebody, that's the way I'll put it. When you're using scripture to control people, you are twisting scripture. Uh, Willie
2: yeah can you explain undermining other relationships
0: ah okay yeah. that's another good one undermining other other relationships so um, a lot of people like to and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of what we call it culturally because there's actually a a cultural um, or a urban definition for this but basically you know uh you see you you see two people and maybe they're cool well you'll you'll whisper things about that other person you know and like well you hanging out with him you know xyz you know this this and this happened don't you know you know let's say you know don't don't you know he went to jail last year You know, or just anything, just any dirt I can put on you to undermine that relationship so that you won't hang around that person no more. So what I hear you
2: saying is that falls under the same category as gossip.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, You guys can go. Um, Yeah. Make sure the tables go in order. Yeah. Make sure the tables go in order. Go ahead. Sorry about that.
4: Um, can you give more meaning on wounding with, with,
2: how do you pronounce that word? Oh,
0: (laughs) sorry. Wounding with sarcasm. Yeah. What's a good way to describe sarcasm? Because I know how to be sarcastic. But I don't. (laughs) Wounding with sarcasm. How do you describe sarcasm? Somebody pull up a definition for me. Uh, who's got it? You mean like the version? No, sarcasm, the word sarcasm. Whoever just pull up that because I know what sarcasm looks like and I know how to do it. But how you explain? Go ahead. Okay. Read the definition so for me. Google
4: says it's the use of irony to mock or convey or contempt someone.
0: So, you're you're very smart but what was what was the the term you was yeah you're smart but you do dumb stuff that's irony that's that would be considered sarcasm like you know what man you two i don't know oh yeah that's rough (laughs) yeah you know you two act your age that's a that's a nice little you know slight to somebody you know actual age you know the use of words that mean the opposite of what the speaker really thinks in order to insult or showing irritation yeah so yeah like oh man you you're really smart you know right like man you you must have graduated from high school right you must have graduated top of your class and so what I'm really saying is the opposite, right? Man, you're tall. <laughs> so yeah, sarcasm is the pit in the right hands can be deadly. You know, some people are really good at it and they can just be, you know, and they can be mean with it. Mm-hmm. Any others before we move move on? okay all right these are the nonverbals. verbals were there any nonverbals that we need to go back over before we move forward so we got you know abandoning acting deceptively acting uh overly suspicious arriving late as a form of control i remember somebody asked me about that arriving late as a form of control there's a lot of people that that's the only thing they can control so they like well you gonna you're gonna be on my time you're gonna wait for me and that can be that can man that that could be rough that can make you really upset um being chronically late which means you're not just being late to control you just do it you don't care about other people's time question
4: um the one about withholding deserved compliments and credit is that also like belittling somebody or no
0: it's 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 a way of uh it's almost that it almost falls under the uh, uh, brainwashing category as well so let's say and this is something again that is normal and we don't know that we do it because we think if we give somebody a compliment what they going to do they're going to get the big head they're going to think that they somebody they going to and so what are we doing we're keeping them down purposely you know a, a kid ran for five touchdowns that game you had you were all right but you fumbled three times what about what about my five touchdowns no you fumbled three times you know let's see what happens the next game. Not that was a good game. Like, yo, you tore it up. You know, we take care of them fumbles. That would have been even better. That'd have been a perfect game. You know, no, nah, you fumbled three times. So that negates that, you know? Yeah. You, you know, you, you look good, but I did not the earrings messed up the whole outfit. You just find a way to withhold, you know, that compliment or that approval because you want to keep people down. You don't, you don't want them to feel good about themselves question.
4: Okay. Um, The one that's getting me the most is the, how you say that word, the over how do you say it the overindulging over, yeah, overindulging in order to control what, what does that one mean
0: overindulging in order to control so this is when a person and uh, this is when someone um let we'll use alcohol let's say a person just gets drunk all the time so you have to come get them and if you start doing too good in your life they'll like bring you down because they're like they'll get messed up they'll they'll over they'll o- try to overdose on drugs or they'll do something that is overindulgent so that you have to come rescue them over and over and over again so that you can never move forward in your life so it's kind of a way of controlling you making you feel sorry for them all the time because they're always in something so uh you know some people will act out they'll they'll commit crimes they'll get locked up they'll act up in school and keep getting suspended or you know different things so that you have to keep so you keep coming to save them and that way they're controlling you because they're getting what they want from you they <clears throat> they want your attention they want your you know they want you to be around them so i'll just act up you know and you'll have to come get me uh Ty, and then kavan
2: one of the uh, examples that i think of when you say that is like one of my favorite movies which is sparkle oh and how the sister is like you know baby sister can't fly on one wing so bring me my bring me my medicine
0: right and right no that's a good one that is a real good one so
2: then she when she ods the sister is so guilty yeah
0: that's actually a really good example. Come on. Um, so I got a question. There's two on there where I feel like they they have a very thin line to mm-hmm. walk. Uh-huh. So the soaking pity party. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Could we elaborate more on that? And then the walking away as a power play,
4: because I feel like those could those two could be very misconstrued or abused. So can we can we talk about that?
0: so the sulking and pity party now remember these things are being done purposely to get a reaction this is controlling abusive behavior so this is a pattern when you know a person you know like i'm gonna sulk, so that everybody has an awful time because i don't want to be here so i'm just gonna i'm gonna make it bad on everybody let's say Maya didn't want to be here. And so she sat at the table. (sighs) Every time y'all say something. (sighs) Right. That's how you feel is you could just go and like, no, I'm just going to make you miserable. I'm a pout and soak and I'm just going to sit around you and you're going to have to deal with me. So you see what I'm saying? Now walking away as a power play again, what's the intention here? The intention is to take control. Right. And so a conversation is starting to get to a place where I don't like it. Instead of saying, you know what, I need to end this conversation. You know, I need to end this conversation. This is too much for me. I'm going to step out the room. That's they're telling you what they're going to do. Now, if you don't listen and you want to follow them and keep talking, then you're the one. That's manipulating, Right. But if they say to you, I'm leaving now, if they just get up and walk out the room, like I'm going to shut you up. So I'm going to get up and walk out the room. We talked about it with hanging up on people. Right. Conversations out of hand, like, OK, I've had enough of this. We're not going to continue like this. You're not going to keep talking to me this way. I'm going to hang up now. I'm, I'm telling you I'm going to hang up versus no. all you hear is tone right you just hello (laughs) you know that's me silencing you or 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 making a power play like i'm gonna show you who's boss i'm just gonna shut this down because i'm in control everything's on my terms versus a person actually telling you hey i'm overwhelmed by this conversation i'm gonna i'm gonna leave now because what you're saying to me is belittling is demeaning degrading whatever it is I'm going to walk away now, or I'm going to hang up now. That's different. So that's, I think that's the thin line is what's the intention here is the intention for me to show you who's boss here, or is the intention for me to say, this is unhealthy and I need to get out of here. Uh, Minister Mike and then
3: I
4: just want to go back to one you talked about with the time, Mm -hmm. how they take control and just
0: the time just be late. Yeah. Just
3: be late on purpose.
4: Um, can you counteract? Meaning you know, you know you're gonna have something to do at this particular time and you invite them, and all the time you invite them, they're like three hours late. They just know. So can you counteract and say, Okay, I need them here at four o'clock, but I know they're not gonna get here till
0: seven. It's not gonna work. Can
1: you tell them seven o'clock?
0: It's not gonna work.
1: And why
4: is that? I mean they because if
0: if they yeah, because they are intent on doing that so you tell them like you because you can't calculate it it's like you're know, like okay so i'm so they're always three hours late right so i'm gonna tell them that the events at 12 when it's really at three and then they're gonna show up
3: at three
0: no they're gonna show up at seven still <laughs> <laughs>
4: so how do you how do you get your control back or how do you
0: Fix that you you gotta yeah, you gotta let that person deal with themselves. You know, you can't keep trying to manipulate them because now you're just running the game. You know, I would have a conversation with the person and explain to them how you know how actually disrespectful this is and how wrong this is for you to continually do this to me. Now I'm not saying scream and yell and throw stuff. I'm saying have a conversation you know uh, me and my wife used to have a conversation because I'm I'm the person who 15 minutes early is on time so I so I can be annoying I can be very annoying because I don't care what it is well you know everybody's gonna show up late I'm not showing up late I don't care if everybody's showing up late I'm gonna show up and because I <laughs> And, and maybe I got some anxiety or OCD about it or whatever, but there's other people that swing the opposite direction on time. They're allergic to on time. They'll break out. Oh my God. I'm on time. Oh, ah, on time. Right. I'm the opposite way late. I'm I struggle. I'm internally. I'm like, right. Right. And, and, and if I'm riding with somebody who's going to be late and they're driving, I'm,
3: I'm just ah, so
0: um, I got a couple of hands, got a couple of hands. Um, Kayla and then Taya, I thought I had a hand up too. Go, go ahead.
4: Um, this is actually, I actually did not know that making unwanted visits was a sign of
0: abuse. I, I didn't know that.
4: So, can you give like. How is that
0: yeah, non-verbal you verbal abuse? I don't I know. Uh, what was the show? Um, was it Martin? No, it wasn't Martin. Brother Man. Was it Martin? This dude would just show up and eat food, walk up. you, And like, what are you doing? I didn't say you could come over here. I just, hey, I, I heard y'all was cooking. Who told you that? He heard it through the wall. Oh, they cooking down there. You just show up. That, oh man, that can give you PTSD. You're like, what are you doing here? And so, yes, yes, in the right circumstances, that can be very uncomfortable, especially because most people like their space, right? Most people are private people. When I go home, I need to know who's coming to my house. You don't just show up at my house knocking on my door. You know, some people got family members like that, that just think like it's all right to just show up at your house. You're like, how do you? You don't know what I was doing. <laughs> you know, you just showed up. Well, I was in the neighborhood. Why? are you always in the neighborhood? No. So you know. So it that. Yeah, that's that's pretty rude, and it's it's it, it makes people uncomfortable and puts them in uncomfortable situations. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Thoughtful about yourself. Taya.
2: Okay, so I have two questions from Tasia. Aren't you
0: guys glad that we went back to this? Because yes. I didn't know everybody had this many questions. But Tasia like.
2: wanted to have you expound upon more about backbiting and complaining.
0: Backbiting and complaining? <laughs> Both of those. So backbiting is what it sounds like. You're constantly talking about someone behind their back. You're constantly, because uh, 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 it actually goes along with undermining, um, undermining uh, relationships. So somebody's always whispering about you to someone else, you know, and you say, well, that's gossip. Yeah, gossip is just telling stuff. Gossip could be anything, but backbiting is specifically attacking another person's character or personhood behind their back. And so you're tearing this person down now it can be grouped with gossip but gossip actually is probably a milder version of backbiting backbiting is a little bit more severe is that you're attacking a person's character behind their back and then complaining complaining goes along with we talked about a negative um uh, uh, a negative picture of the present a negative picture of the past a negative picture of the future that you're constantly everything's messed up everything's gone bad i can't believe and so a person can't even encourage you because you're going to complain them right out of their encouragement you're going to find if you you might a, a, comp, a real good complainer will have you depressed you'll think the whole world is is going in a handbasket right you're like I, I give up i quit you know, get around a complainer. Uh, When it comes down, a lot of people have left churches because of complainers. Yeah, of that they, they will make you think that this place is the most awfulest place ever. Everybody is a hypocrite and they just complain about anything and everything. I'm like, yeah, I don't think we need to be at this place. And it's this person complaining just because that's the way they are. They're, they're kind of a, set on what, what do we call them uh negative Nancy's yeah. <laughs> negative Nancy they just always got something like yeah yeah the music was too loud the sermon was too long the sermon was too short the 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 temperature was too hot in there you know if their chairs they need some new chairs they, they just that it just that that right you know you know this table slightly slanted I don't you know I just it just anything right so hopefully that helps, uh, Jewel. <laughs> and oh, let's
3: see. <laughs> oh, can you explain being excessively jealous?
0: Excessively, yeah. Uh, everybody's e- every relationship has a, 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 a hint of jealousy. As a matter of fact, you know, because that's that's your woman, that's your man, you you know, but excessively is that kind of stuff where you're, you know, now let me, let me qualify this because there's certain situations where it's accountability because of a situation, right? But then there's other situations where it's just excessive. And so, you know, to use Kavan's term, there's a thin line when we're talking about, constantly checking people's phones, checking did they go to work, you got a tracker on them, find my mate. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that can become excessive it, almost to the point where it's like um, a, a form of torture, you know, that if they're, if they're 30 seconds late, oh, no, you should have been here 30 seconds ago. What took you so long? Well, there was I had to detour. Where was the detour? because because I, I didn't see any detour when I pulled up the satellite <laughs> that I, That's excessive. You know, you just you know, uh, your GPS said you got to work seven minutes late. where was where what did you do with that seven minutes? I, I don't know that that's excessive. Doesn't that sound excessive? That's just, you know, um, Taya.
2: Kenji um, would like you to... right after Kenji. Uh, Please expound upon manipulating another's reality.
0: Okay, we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier. Yeah, it's when you make somebody think that what they know to be true is not true um it goes under the 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 uh umbrella of what people would you know use gaslighting whereas you're constantly making a person feel like what they thought was real is not real and some people are really good at it some people you know some people can play dumb like huh did that happen are you sure i don't i don't think that happened that way you uh you know you you might have mistook what i was saying i actually said this no you didn't say that you sure (laughs) so you know they, they they make a person believe that what you know to be true is not it falls under brainwashing we talked about that a couple of weeks ago so it's another form of brainwashing willie sorry Oh, good, bro. Um,
4: Yeah, that's the one that really stood out to me. So explain more on prohibiting the
2: positive friendships of others.
0: Ah, yeah. That one right there. Yeah. And and that's a a big time one uh, with abusive people is that I'm going to keep you away from people that are going to tell you that you can do good in life, that you can grow, that you can expand, that you're that that you are intelligent <laughs> that you're not you know a smart dumb person you know <laughs> that you actually uh, are are capable of good things uh, a, a person will keep you away from those folks because they'll say oh they're trying to break up our happy home they're they're just trying to get in our business They they they're just trying to do this and trying to do that because they're telling you that you can succeed or you can do better or you should try this you know so they'll they'll keep you away from a person like that. Yeah. Um, I guess, Devita?
3: What is giving unsolicited help to manipulate?
0: Yeah, giving unsolicited help to manipulate. So um, I think we talked about that last week. I think uh, Brianna's sister, that was one of the things that she kind of brought up. Um, it's, you know, constantly putting your two cents in. And I didn't ask you, you know, like, hey, you know what that can right there. If you uh, if you take the top and you turn it this way, the pop comes out better. Well, I didn't ask you, I didn't need the pop to come out better. It was was fine. Well, you know, you probably shouldn't use your nail because it might break. I've seen that happen to somebody before. And then they tell you a story (laughs) about how that happened to somebody. Right. And and so, but they're constantly jumping in, you know, and it, and it, yeah, for real. And it's like anything you do, like Jeremiah, you might want to slow down and drink that because if you drink that too fast, you might have to go to the bathroom and and you, you know, so it's like always offering because they're what they're trying to do is trying to get you to think like them. They're trying to get you to to do what they, because maybe they don't like something that you're doing. Right? If they don't like something that you're doing, then they're constantly offering a suggestion to fix you, because you're broken, and they're not. <laughs> so yes, uh, April, and then Taya.
1: So is two for. Two for one. Two for one. So the first one is... All right. The first one is when they make it all about themselves. -hmm. So I say for instance, Jeremiah
0: is going through something, but I turn around and make it all about me. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, That's part one. Part two is the... You're fine. Part two is the... Making myself look like the victim even though I'm just as guilty as the other person.
0: Um, yeah, the the I think that's up there. Yeah. Um where was that at? Was that on the other list? What? Making myself the victim. But it wasn't worded that way playing the victim. Isn't that on there somewhere? I don't know. Maybe it's on the other list. Um, but yeah, that, that's a, that's a form of sulking, pouting to manipulate, you know, basically I'm gonna, and it's, and it can be a form of gaslighting as well because you're kind of turning the tables and you're warping the reality, you know, that this you're wrong. But you're going to make this about, oh, well, you don't understand what I've been through, you know, you don't know how many times, you know, you've done this to me. And so that's why I act this way. And so I, I, I'm acting this way because I'm hurt. Well, you're, you're you're making it about you when I brought you a situation that I didn't like. Like, hey, when you do this to me, that hurts. Well, that's because you've hurt me so many times that I just can't count. And it just, that's very, very manipulative. And it's, it's, it is, it is, it's kind of a form of gaslighting. Yeah. Uh, Taya and then Maya. Taya, then Maya.
2: So um, Lynn had a question about when you are dealing with a complainer, how do you handle that so that, um, How do you deal with a person that does that?
0: Complainers are tough because a lot of times they want want to be heard so bad. Um, And so sometimes letting them blow off some of that steam and then asking real questions. Like, you know, so what's really bothering you? Because you just talked about 10 different things. And I don't think all those things are the problem. What's what's really going on, you know, um, that's one way A- another way. Um, because our temptation is to try to fix them. You know, everybody wants to fix somebody, you know. Yeah, we just want to fix them. Sometimes you, you have to you have to notice what they're complaining about because sometimes their complaining is sounding the alarm about something that's actually legitimate and so you need to sometimes address the situation so what do you think we should do about that now they've got to come up with a solution well i just because some people will just try to keep talking about it like so so what do you think the answer is well, you know, they always do this. And so it's always like this. And it's, I, I just don't see. And I don't know what they were thinking and why they keep thinking that and why they get. And so what do you think we should do? Should we go talk to them? Well, you know, two years ago when I talked to them and, and uh, so you don't want to talk to them? Well, I'm just saying that, you know, talking to them is just like, so what do you want to do? You know, so you you keep trying to help them to bring it to a place where do you want to do something about it or do you want to just complain? Right. That's another way. Um, Another way is to say, hey, if we're not going to have a solution, I'm probably not going to have this conversation. Because it's actually a boundary line for me. So this is kind of triggering for me to hear, you, you know, hear you go on and on about that. And so, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm probably going to, you know, exit this conversation. So there's a couple of different ways. I think I would have to be in the situation with the specific person to know exactly what to do, because there's a level of discernment that you have to have with people um, when you're in that situation. Because there's different types of complainers. There's angry complainers, there's sad complainers, there's... There's different types of complainers, and you got to understand what's going on. Was there another hand, Maya?
4: Um, it wasn't a question, but it was like a comment because when Mama April was saying all that stuff, it took me back to a while ago when we did Bible class, and it was those are traits of narcissism or (laughs) a narcissist,
0: yeah. Some you know, and I've come to learn that narcissism is actually. Uh, a, a real condition it's not just <laughs> so so some people are actually narcissistic and so yeah a lot of abusive people are narcissistic yeah yeah so um where are we at i am going to go back to something um is this what i want yeah Mm, yeah let's go this way I'm trying to find the slide What did some control I don't think we went over this okay okay so I want to <laughs> I want to go over this slide tonight we've got time um, these methods of control fostering chaos telling lies or half truths invalidating procrastinating being chronically late there's that chronically late again <laughs> being ambiguous um instructing being passively indifferent protecting and helping we'll talk about that uh being a quick change artist oh man yeah withholding affirmations and crossing boundaries so let's talk about fostering chaos fostering chaos and so fostering chaos you know boils down to creating environments that are always uh disorganized uh creating environments that um nobody knows what's going on nobody knows what's happening which you can actually use some of these other things to do that right you can create an atmosphere of chaos by telling lies or half truths right so if I tell half so nobody ever really knows what's happening because we never really get the truth right or being ambiguous ambiguous is a fancy word for being vague and evasive and you never really answer any questions you never, you know, fully engage with people. It's like, you know, um so uh what do we want for dinner? Well, what did we have for dinner yes. yesterday? Why are you, why did, what do you what do you do you want something specific? Well, last year like what are we talking and you see how it just keeps you like you have no idea what's going on well are you hungry well some days around this time i've i've gotten hungry i'm not sure if this is one of those days You see how ambiguous, but it it creates this chaos. It creates this confusion. Huh? (laughs) It just, it just creates this confusion, right? Or it's, uh, some people are, they call them a bull in the, in the China closet. So they're constantly just coming in and just changing everything. Nothing is what it was five minutes ago. Nothing's what it was this morning. Rules keep changing. What you can say and what you can't say keeps changing. You know, this morning, you know this this morning you could sit on the couch. This afternoon you can't. Right? This morning you could have some milk. This afternoon, I'm pouring out all the milk. You know this morning you could use the car this afternoon I never said you could use the car what are you doing in my car right and so it's just chaos that you know what that can do to people psychological that's psychological warfare right there that I don't know if I'm coming or going you're going to be walking on eggshells come on Right, I got a quick question so this
4: is a new jargon word uh for you to I don't know if you've heard it before but
0: what's the difference between this method of uh, control with instructing and mansplaining actually they they kind of they kind of fall into the same thing they're okay. they're not really that different and so this instructing uh is that you're you're constantly coming in Showing people how to do stuff, and that they may already know how to do, but you got to you got to show them how to do it, because nobody knows how to do it exactly right but you. You know, and the mansplaining usually is the thought that oh she's she's a woman she doesn't know what she's doing I got to tell her how to do this, you know I got to make sure that she knows what she doesn't know, because she don't know, because I told because she's not gonna know unless I tell her. There's no way that she can know that because I haven't told her yet. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right? And so, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's some weird behavior. Go ahead. Uh, Nikki.
3: (laughs) So, full transparency, uh, today, I didn't even know we were going to be talking about this, but I kind of had, like, a flash. I was thinking about my daughter and, like, some of the things, like, we kind of went through, but I have to be transparent that I have done these methods of control. Like, if she... If she made me mad, then I would, you know, invalidate her or, you know, not get to it, procrastinate. So I, I, I shame on myself. I'm feeling shameful. But it was weird that I actually had that revelation today that I have used these methods of control just to get control. Instead just get control. Yeah. yeah. So, wow, it's just like really. Um, yeah, it's heartbreaking, but it's, it's good, too, that we're growing and I'm learning that I have used these methods to, to have my way or to gain control. What I thought was control.
0: Yeah, and and I think this is why, you know, in this type of situation, you know, we pray, we forgive, we release it. You know, it's not something that now you take and you're gonna hang this over your head, you know. But you know, we 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 pray and we you know forgive, forgive yourself, <laughs> you know, and you release this. That okay, God, I'm releasing and now I'm repenting. I'm I want to change from this i don't want to keep doing these things any longer because i know for you know when i look at this list you know passively indifferent probably the king of it right um withholding affirmation um you know invalid invalidating i'm, I'm just going to be honest i'm not you know, I'm not going to run from it. When I look at this list, I'm like, Ugh. you know, procrastinating as a form of control. Not just procrastinating because you're a procrastinator, but as a form of control. Like, I'm not, you're not going to make me do this right now. I'm going to take my time. I know you wanted this done yesterday, but I ain't doing it. You know. Yes. Yes.
2: So I do have a question. So I understand like how protecting is a method of control, but how is helping?
0: It's the same thing. Protecting and help helping are the same thing. And so it goes back to the unwanted. Because protecting and helping as a form of control, not in a general sense, as a form of control, that's the context that we're in. This is a form of control. And so my protecting and helping... I use that to keep you from doing things that I don't want you to do. So I call myself protecting you because I don't want you to do something. And I help you so that you don't do what I don't want you to do. Right? So I step in like, well let, let me let me let me let me help you there so you don't go do what I don't want you to go do. I step in so it's kind of like that unwanted unsolicited advice where you just jump in and you're constantly yeah yeah no go this way because i'm trying to control what you do go ahead follow up question but
2: what if it's like a like it's like i'm protecting you from something bad like i know i know that that's gonna be bad
0: but that's not to control this is in the context of controlling i want to control you and so And so I don't think you can get it mixed up if because what is your what is your actual motive? If you're if you see if you see a car coming and you go and grab that kid out of the way, that's not trying to control them. Right. But if you don't like the kid down the block because he has weird hair and I say, well, you know, hey, let me find some other kids for you to play with. Because I don't want you playing with that kid with the weird hair. Right? That's me controlling you. I, I, the kid didn't do anything. I don't know if he's good or bad. He just has weird hair and I don't like him. <laughs> right? Taya and then Nikki.
2: <laughs> so my mom is notorious for their, for this because she comes from a place of fear. Um, she's been through some things and, and emotionally abused and everything. And so she's really good. So one example of that is she doesn't like when her family goes out of the country yeah, or goes on a trip in a place that she don't think they should be in. She doesn't think they should be in. So what she'll do is she'll try to say, don't do that. So instead, let's go here and I'll pay
0: half. Right. Because I'm helping
2: or let's go here and I'll do the hotel room for you instead of, because, because she's trying to control the narrative instead of just saying, okay, do what you're going to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's that protecting and helping. Cause I, like you said, the protecting people can get, but the helping, you can be a manipulative helper. You can Nikki.
3: Well, speaking of manipulative, I found that, we can all be a little manipulative in our own way. Yes. Even,
0: yes, all of even us.
3: Backfire I tried to not talk to my supervisor last week, so I put a bunch of meetings on my calendar. Ah. And then she called me. She said, oh, I'm off today. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it came back to bite me. But um, going back to the methods of control, I know you said, you know, once we realize that we've done and we need to pray and be done with it. But what about the other person? Because you're saying, it, what can it do to them psychologically? So should we talk to them about it or just pray for them as well or should we address the fact that we have used these methods in the past and want to Yeah,
0: if you have if you have the opportunity to have that conversation in a restorative way, you know, um I definitely think it should be had. Um especially if that person has brought these things to you or, you know, and you want you want you you value that relationship, then you should have that, that conversation. So the Bible talks about uh, two different forms of going to people. So one is um, if you have aught with somebody, that's Matthew 18, 15, but in Matthew five, it talks about if you remember that somebody has an ought against you to go to them. Right. And so it's actually both sides of this you know um are are talked about in scripture so if i if i remember like oh man uh, i heard they were i actually need to lay my gift down. the bible says lay your gift down the altar and go to them and it's kind of a symbolic thing because we're not in that time but the 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 principle there is that if i if i can remember if i if it comes to my mind that that person was hurt by me and I, i'm pretty sure they're mad i need to try to go and make that right, you know. Uh, now, if they don't want to hear me, at least I I did attempt to go and make that right. And maybe that attempt will give them some more time. They'll think, okay, well, she was trying to make it right. Maybe I'll go and, and talk. But yes, um, if possible. Because sometimes it's not. Sometimes a person is like, nope, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want, you know, and now you got to pray for that person because you don't want them to become bitter and broken over that because now they now they're holding themselves up from moving forward they're 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 doing damage to themselves unnecessarily because you wanted to let them know that you know you were right i was wrong you know so yeah man okay um anything else on this list we want to go into let's see procrastinating being a quick change artist i knew people would want to talk about that one so the quick change artist uh, this is a skill y'all and i've seen people that are really good at it that a person could be uh saying or doing something wrong and you call them on it and they say oh yeah yeah th- that's what i meant like what well, no that's not what you what well, what just happened? You didn't you didn't mean no 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 what you just said, that's what I'm saying. It's a it's it's a sleight of hand and it's really it, it messes with you. Like, no. So we were arguing all this time for nothing. Well, yeah, I guess we were because I agree with you. <laughs> no, you were mad. You didn't you didn't agree. Yeah, I no, I, I do, I, I agree with you. You're right. That's a quick change artist. Or, you know, um, quick change artists are, are, are good at changing subjects too. So, not only can they switch on you, like, yeah, yeah, no, we agree. They can also say, well, that's not even what we were talking about. You were talking about that. I was actually talking about something else over here. So, you misunderstood me. So, we're cool. Because we weren't really even having an argument because I was actually talking about something else. that that is woo, that's some stuff. <laughs> and I know some people that are good at it. like they can switch you like like no, no.
3: <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> no. That, no. And they're like, so we're fine, right? Anybody ever encountered a quick change artist? Anybody in here a quick change artist? <laughs> Thank God for honesty. Yes. <laughs> Qu- Nikki. <laughs>
3: I think I may be. But a lot of times I think I'm just trying to keep the peace. Yeah.
0: That's what quick change, that's what that's you're what they're like, doing.
3: Okay, you know, you're right. It's fine. Mm-hmm
0: but but it, but it, it, it in the, at the end of the day you ever heard somebody say you're you're messing you're, you're playing with my intelligence yeah. right you're, you're, me- you're playing you're playing with my intelligence i know that that's not what we were talking about
3: i, I don't do that but I do. <laughs> I, i'll change it up though it's like you know what you're right it's fine just because i don't want to keep yeah yeah shut it
0: down shut it down mm-hmm. silencing no <laughs> go uh, go ahead <laughs>
2: uh do we go over the
0: passively indifferent passively indifferent so i'm i'm the king of passively (laughs) indifferent so passively indifferent is basically it don't matter what you say sure it doesn't matter how like well so you don't you don't you have an opinion about that nope nope well so, we need to make a decision here. Okay. That's wrong. That is so wrong. That is wrong. Because you know what you're doing. You're you're you're, you're purposely staying out of this because you don't want to you don't want to engage and have to make this decision or you don't want to have nothing to do with it cuz you don't like that they're even bringing this up. So if you don't like that they're bringing it up, you're like, "Mm -mm, I don't I don't got nothing to do with it. So should we go here or there? Whatever, whatever you want to do. What do you mean? You want this or this? Mm. It don't matter. It don't matter. matter. Does it really not matter? Now, this is this is what makes it passively indifferent is that it does matter, but you're punishing them. You're, you're actually punishing them. And you know you're doing it. This is And so for the person that says, well, I don't know, you need to get present with that because you got to know that you're doing that. You have to know. Because I can't tell if you, I don't know if you're, that's what passively uh, indifferent is, is that it's a way to disguise. It's a hiding out. And so I don't know if you're really doing that. I don't know if you really care or not. Now, if I've been around you a long time, then I know I'm like, yeah, I already know because we've had this conversation before, and you cared last time. Now you don't care. You must be mad at me, right? You must be mad at me, Akila. <laughs> uh, Pastor Mike looks like this yeah. There you go. Well, for that's loud.
4: Um, for me, I felt like I did that like the um, like you were just saying. But only in certain situations where I felt like I was being abused and mistreated and this person just wanted to keep arguing. And I mentally checked out, kind of like Miss Nikki was saying, like, so you still want to talk about this? I don't know. Do you still like I'm like I'm done with the conversation.
0: So in that sense is that. Yes, because you should say. I do not want to have this conversation. What if I've said that already and
4: they want to keep going?
0: Then I continue to hold my ground that I don't want to have this conversation and now I'm leaving or I'm hanging up or, but I'm being communicative. I'm not just saying, okay, we can keep talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in this conversation when I'm not. And I know I'm not. And I'm not even, I don't even hear you. I'm just kind of sitting there Nodding my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, it, it, was that everything you wanted to say? You know, because you're, 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 because you're. Here's the thing, and and we're, and I'm, I'm gonna put that up there, because. <laughs> but um. Ty, go ahead. I think I saw your hand. Where did I put that? That's what I wanted. Okay,
2: so a part of me was like, is this like when we're picking something to eat? And you're like, no, go get, go ahead. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Get what you want. No, I don't care. Get what you want. But it's not. It's not. And I think the the point is you're trying to... Make something happen. Yes. That's the point of control. Like you may not like what is going on or what the person right. is doing.
3: Right. You right. may
2: not be in agreement with it. And so you're trying to change what is taking place. And you're using these tactics, tactics <laughs> to tactics. do that.
0: Yes. That's exactly it. That's why I said for the person, this is why I wanted to put this up here. Um, I don't know if it's on on that slide. You may have to pull that up and put it on there. Um, But this is uh, Psalm 51, 6. And it says, behold, uh, you desire truth in the inward parts. He's talking to God. He says, God, you desire truth in the inward parts. And in the hidden parts, you will make me to know wisdom. And so one of the issues that we have is not being honest with ourselves. It's like when we do this little smokescreen thing for ourselves. Like I'm not really doing that. You know what you're doing. No, I'm no, I'm 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 not doing anything. You be honest. And I think that it comes down to and even teaching a class like this, people have to walk out of here and be careful, right? Because we'll use a class like this as one of those manipulating controlling aspects. Oh, you're being abusive. Right? Now we're being controlling. Because we don't like the truth that you just told us. So we'll call it abusive. True just because somebody says something you don't like doesn't mean it's abusive. Especially if they say it the right way, if they follow our 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 you know, If they follow the patterns that we talked about, and I want to go to those real quick because we were talking about Psalms 51, uh, 6. Psalms 51, 6. So especially if we're following our rules, right? When we're, we're addressing a person's actions and not attacking their identity. And so if you do something wrong and somebody says that is wrong, what you did was incorrect, that is not abusive. Now, if they yell at you, scream at you, cuss you out, doing it then we know because that's yelling screaming but if a person says hey you just said that to me and that hurt my feelings oh you're being abusive no that that doesn't work you don't get to do that you don't get to you you and 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 i wanted to come back to this because that's a one of the uh I, i think you got pros and cons it's one of the cons of doing a class like this is that people then take the class and use it against people. And you're not going to do that on my watch. I'm going to let you know now that this class should not be a tool. It should be a tool to improve yourself. You need to be aware of these things so that you're not doing them, right? And if, if the people that you're mostly around are in the room and we're all learning the same thing, then we should be accountable for what we're learning not looking to use it against people and and th- and this is and this should be across the board because i think we can use the bible against people we can use rules against people we can use we can turn mankind can turn anything into a stupid weapon we can turn anything into a weapon they got a movie celebrating the guy who almost blew up the whole world. Like, "Yay, he's so great." Why why are we why why do why do we make this such a great thing? It's because we're good at weaponizing things. And so we got to be careful and and if we do that, if we actually say, "Hey, am I weaponizing this?" Am I weaponizing what I'm saying? Is this is is this a way to control or to attack this person? Am I doing that? Or am I actually expressing something that needs to be expressed? You've got to hold yourself accountable to that because I can't. I, I, You have to say that. And one of the things about this class is about being aware, self-aware. Self-aware. I told somebody this week that we've got to learn how to train our emotions. Like, what do you mean train your emotions? With stuff like this. Like, hey, here's what to be upset about and why to be upset. Not just, I'm just mad all the time. You know, here, it's okay to be sad about this. It's okay to have feelings here. But when your feelings run you, when you just, everything is just bubbling over, it's always... Explosion. Explosion of sadness. Explosion of anger. Explosion of this. explosion. Those are untrained emotions. And you want to operate out of training, not out of triggering. That, was- Most people are operating out of being triggered. And it's because they don't know. They don't even know what triggers them. So they have no idea why this is why I'm why this just made me so mad but why why does this trigger you and see that's where you have to know yourself and that's why he says you desire truth in the inward part we gotta get present and know ourselves A hand over here uh, uh jewel I know I have to, you
3: didn't so help me to completely understand the way that we control our emotions is by truly understanding the triggers and i feel like there's more to that
0: actually it's, it's it, it there's there's layers to it but that's the fundamentals is that if i know what triggers me and then i put in a plan for how i'm going to react when these situations that we talked about it what was it last week or the week before right that you rehearse kind of you know you rehearse your responses because you can't always rehearse what you're going to say but you rehearse your responses like when this person acts like this i am not going to act like this (laughs) right a lot of times we're like i hope this person doesn't act like that i hope they don't act like that and then they act like that and we ah i can't believe they still act like that (laughs) so you didn't prepare a response for how you're going to respond. You just wait until it happened, and you just ah. For some people, you you already know what they're going to do.
3: So it's basically like preparation.
0: Yeah, that's why Knowing I call it your training. Trigger
3: and preparation.
0: Right, that's why I call it training because you know, being a coach, you train your your athletes for the situations that are going to happen in the game right if i'm going into a hostile environment there was a couple of teams that we go play and we knew that their fans were just awful and there was going to be stuff and so you say hey when we go in here right <laughs> when we go in here don't don't talk to these people don't respond they're going to say things don't let them and boy you them kids be <sighs> coach i'm trying coach <laughs> i'm trying like you're doing great you're do, you're doing wonderful Go sit down. And then I almost lose it on the on, on the referee. Like, you know, like, come on, coach. And they're telling me, coach, come on, keep you cool, coach. Okay. <laughs> if you let them foul my player one more time. You know, so our, a lot of times we're just flying by the seat of our pants. As if we don't know that people are the way they are. Like there's certain people that we already know how they're gonna act, and we're walking, embracing ourselves. Like if they say that, I don't know what I'm gonna do. No, you need to figure out what you're gonna do. Let's figure out what I'm gonna do. If they say this, I'm gonna tell them I gotta go. That's what I'm, or whatever you 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 want to be prepared. There's so many things in life that we see all the time, but we won't prepare for it, or. Our preparation is I don't know what I'm gonna do if this happens. And so when I'm sitting with people and I ask them questions I'm like, why are you asking me all these questions? Because I'm trying to help you to think through this. <laughs> I see you getting triggered by me asking you the question. Kayla.
4: Um, so is it kind of like so I'm use, I'm gonna use uh, a soda bottle as a reference of, of, of that. So is it kind of like when like you shake up a soda bottle and then when you finally open it, it like explodes of like you holding in all your emotions and everything and until that moment happens, you just explode out of emotions because you ain't deal yeah,
0: with it? Yeah, I, I think that's a good analogy and I'm going to work with that analogy. So let's say you know this person is going to shake up your soda bottle. Do you just turn the top and open it or do you I know what's going to happen if I just open this top. So I'm just. <laughs> s- 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 so it didn't work. They thought they were setting me up to the soda bottle explode because I'm just going to go over there and I'm just going to open it. Oh, no, I, I know. I know you're going to shake it up. So I'm going to make sure I'm checking it because I know that's what you do. Right. Instead of just walking right into it. Oh, see, I hate them. They always treat me like this you know they're like that. you really you do you know they're like that. there's certain situations you walk into and then there's general situations where you know certain environments are like certain ways right And so you prepare we we've got to take the time slow down what we talked about last week, slow down and prepare for these moments instead of just walking into them ready, I know this something's gonna happen. You know, it's called expecting the worst. That's actually a part of a cycle. People expect the worst. And when you expect the worst and the worst happens, you go into anger and blame. I knew this was going to (laughs) happen. then why didn't you do something? Why, why didn't you prepare yourself? Why didn't you take a different route? Why did not why did you go into it doing the same thing that you do every time? Taya. Who is it? Yes. Go ahead. Leku, what's up, man? Hello, hello. Uh, in a certain situation, say if someone got you mad, How would you like approach that? Would you keep it all in or just let it all out? How would you? So, so a lot of times anger is an emotion that we run from. So because we run from it, we don't know how to let that top off as we use the the soda shake up. We don't know how to let it out slow. We just take the top off. But if you would take the time... And, you know, and and there's little things you can do in a conversation like that. You take a minute and you, you breathe, right? You think about what you're going to say. Most of us, we're already, we're ready to react. And we think that in the moment we have to react this way. But you predetermine that that's how you have to react. You actually, it actually isn't as instant as you think it is. You actually put it in your mind that this is the way I am going to react or this is the way I have to react when something happens to me. Instead of, here's how I'm going to react when something happens to me. And so, person makes me, and here we go, and even using this terminology, I got to change this terminology. People can influence you, but they can't make you do anything. Right? So a person is actually not making you mad. Something they're doing is triggering something in you. I see your hand. They're triggering something in you. So your anger is really not even about them. Your anger is about the thing. So this this particular thing makes me angry. Like if somebody calls me a certain name, that makes me angry. It's actually not the person. It's what they did. And I got to address, why does that make me so angry? And a lot of times we have opportunities before we go in these situations that, hey, here are some of the things, and this is why we need to do a lot more hard work, you know, and actually be addressing some of our stuff. So when you're in that moment, you breathe, you take that beat, you know, if you have to kind of take a step back, because a lot of times when we're angry, we take a step forward, and that step forward adds to our aggression. Because now we are creating this this dangerous space. This is a danger zone. Y- do you all ever feel that? When, when a person crosses a certain boundary or you cross a certain boundary, it feels like, oh, we got to get this, you know, we got to we, we got we to gotta go. We got this is this is that go time boundary, right? <laughs> so you cross that boundary and it's like automatically tense. Stay back. Stay out of that zone. Don't step forward. Step back. Because what you'll do is even in that posture, it gives you some time to relax a little bit more. Whereas if you step forward, you're upping the ante. You're even upping your own aggression. So those are some things that you can do. But really, it's about the pre-work that you do. Having this discussion that, you know, here's how I'm going to handle things when I get mad if that helps and we can talk more yeah. kayla and then uh we're almost at our time Did, um, are y'all getting anything tonight okay i feel like i'm just talking <laughs> go ahead
4: um <laughs> um <laughs> um to go along with like what you were saying yeah there are like some people that can like trigger that there's sometimes we triggered like the anger ourselves we yeah. triggered them things in us to make us mad before we even get there And this so when something happens that also causes a trigger now all of a sudden we just mad and exploding on people we they ain't even do nothing we just made ourselves mad and got us to our point got us to our day to that danger zone so it's like what what why are you making yourself mad why are you triggering yourself if you trying to work on you and get that stuff fixed why are you causing yourself to have more triggers to be more mad if you trying to fix yourself that's just your way of saying oh i'ma fix it but i'm gonna be mad first and then i'm gonna go fix it
0: yeah i think and so here's something i want to share and i'm and i want you guys to write this down triggers are temptations now let, expl- now let me explain now let me explain it let me let me qualify that let me qualify that. When I am triggered I am tempted to respond because a trigger creates a behavioral it's an activator. A trigger means that you've been activated right And so it activates a behavior. And so when you activate this behavior, you're either going to respond in the right way, the godly way, or you're going to respond in a negative way or even a sinful way because you're presented with a choice. When you're triggered, you do—you are presented with a choice because this thing is activated. So now what do I do? Do I flight, fight, freeze, you know, or what's the other one? There's There's another one then they add a fourth one to it what's the fourth one they add to that flight fight freeze i I thought there was another one because there's one that that means to comply and i don't know what the word is but yeah you you you, you'll actually go along with what's being said so you'll you'll go along like okay i don't know what it is but but understand this but understand this, and and, and this is this is this is this if you understand this revelation that when you are triggered, you're in a place of testing. Mm-hmm. You you have a choice. Some people think because they're triggered, it's all right to sin. Say it again. Fawn. Fawn It was a fourth one. Fawn. means so, your body urge you to run. Run. Your grief is.
1: Your body's inability. Sorry. So, fight is, <laughs> you are so controlling. Um, fight is your resp- is response. The fight response is your body's way of facing any perceived threat aggressively. Flight means your body urges you to run from danger. Mm-hmm. Freeze is your body's inability to move or act against the threat. And fawn is your body's stress response to try to please someone to avoid conflict.
0: Right. That's the one. So you can, you can fall into, and that's when you'll, you'll falsely confess, like, yes, I did it. So, so are are y'all, are y'all, are y'all, are you, you, so when, when, when you're triggered, you're in a place where you end up having a choice. Do I do the, do I respond right? Or do I respond wrong? Tiara.
3: Okay, so just for clarification, mm-hmm. so
2: temptation just is referring to that you are now in a circumstance where you choose how to behave.
0: Yes. Where well, you're 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 almost forced to choose.
2: Right. Okay. Because I think that like the term temptation often has like a negative connotation of right. like, and automatically and right. you're sinning if the word you know what I mean? Right. So
4: Uh, yeah so temptation
0: and, and 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 if you do a study on the word temptation is two things temptation is being tempted to do something wrong or violate um uh you know god's law or temptation is being tested which means you are approved so when a person endures the testing right they're approved and so the term temptation has a simultaneous meaning on one side of it it's tempting you to do wrong on another side of it it's testing you and showing that you've overcome something so the same thing can have can can do both things in your life you can be put in a situation that is tempting you and testing you at the same time
2: Okay, I guess I'm just struggling with like you know we have trigger warnings, especially when it comes to things like sexual abuse yes. or violence yes. in like films or movies or like content specific stuff. So, in so that, is that the same kind of like? Would you also consider that a temptation slash test?
0: Yes. So so let's say let's say you're you're watching something right, and like you said, there's a trigger warning. Um, do you? And do you pass the test in not going there, wherever there is? Because for different people, it's there. So, so some people, it, they go into this bad space, right, where they start condemning themselves and feeling, you know, less than or, you know, or do you understand that? Okay, I'm healed from that. I've overcome that, but I may not need to be watching this, right? But then there's the other person who they go there and now wrong thoughts come into their head. And now they become sexually tempted to do something or act out or act in. You can act out or act in. Right. And so one, it's a it's testing you to see if you if you're actually overcoming or overcome that pain. It tells you right where you are and you say, you know what? I can't I can't watch stuff like that just yet I'm I'm not in that place I can't or another person I can't watch stuff like that because it's testing it's tempting me to go in a different direction so it's actually simultaneous that it's both things happening at one time just depends on the individual
2: I have more questions but there's a lot of (laughs) hands
0: well we're over time (laughs) we're over time yeah you guys need to do a study on that word temptation because it means more than just sinful it actually means that you it actually means that something has been brought up and are you over have you overcome this are you still struggling with this and it doesn't have to be sinful it can it can be something I I don't have a, a better word, but it's not always sinful. But it can be, right? I think let's say let's say um it's it's my, my mother's anniversary or her birthday and she's passed. That can test me and tempt me at the same time right it tests me because i can fall because it's triggering that's why the word that's why when i put the word trigger there it, it 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 it's testing and tempting because it can cause me to go into a place of depression or i can say you know what i'm handling this in a healthy way and i miss her and that's okay and there's nothing wrong with that that's oh that's, That's being approved. But what if it makes me feel like going to drink? What if it makes me want to go do something reckless? Right? So it's not. not, not, That's why it's testing me. On the other side of it, it's tempting me. But it's the same event. And we have a lot of those events in our lives that are testing us and tempting us at the same time. And what they are is we're triggered. There is an emotional response to that event, to that person. There's some people's name. You can say this person's name and there's a something happens, right? I I mean, you know, being real. And it can cause you to either want to do something bad, (laughs) sinful, or it can tell you, hey, I'm not over this yet. Right? Oh, yeah. All right. Taya, she's going to close this out.
2: Okay. I get to close out. <laughs> I didn't have a question. I just was going to close out. So, a couple quick <laughs> reminders. We do have men's tomorrow at 5 uh, five uh, thirty. We do have daily prayer at 6 a.m. every day. Um, ladies, don't forget we have Saturday, we're doing worship and paint at 9 30 here um so make sure you rsvp with me so i know how many to get and then also um want to let you guys know that i my my podcast thing dropped today so the link is in the um it's in the shore nation facebook or i think it's on my story or you can go to girl rest or under Delonda Adams and take a listen and comment, subscribe and so that um, there. So um, those are the announcements. <clears throat> uh, don't forget if you have a graduate uh, or can to text me their name so that I, we can get their name right and everything for our quick celebration on Sunday after service. Um, and invite your friend to that, I think, your friends and family for them. All right, now we'll pray. Father God, we thank you for this time together. We thank you, Lord, that we can receive all that is necessary to grow and to stop and turn from uh, the abuse that we were causing, but also from being abused, And so we ask, Lord, that um, as we stop and turn and we repent, that you would forgive us and that you would give us strength and patience to forgive ourselves. And then you would give us grace and mercy to extend those that have hurt us that we might forgive them and that we would walk in forgiveness under your umbrella, because we know that you are constantly forgiving us. And so we thank you for that. We ask that as just we leave from this place, but never from your present, that you continue to speak to us through your word, through your spirit, and through uh, worship of you, Father God, that we would adhere and listen when you are speaking. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.